are listening to the Marketing Mavens Podcast with your host, Troy Aswingian. This is Troy Aswingian. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. Please give us a five-star review on whichever platform you are listening to this on. Give us a like, give this a share, give this a comment with somebody that you feel should be hearing this today. Now, thank you so much for tuning in. Hang tight and we are going to get going. Greetings, greetings from Troy Swingin' here. Now, today we are going to be talking about the difference between brand marketing and direct response marketing. Now, within brand marketing and direct response, there are two different types of marketing. Brand marketing as a whole is really your canvas of everything that you've had built and you're building upon. That can be your clear messaging with clear calls to action. That can be your core words, your power words, your customer profile, your avatar understanding your organic content, your business model, your interactions day to day, customer service, you know, knowing what is going to avoid wasted effort within your realm because you're really clear on the direction that you're going. A lot of your strategy can come down to your brand marketing and really starting from there, building organically and then jumping into direct response. Now, this is the interesting thing with direct response marketing and brand marketing is that within both of these types of marketing, there's different nuances and different things that will deem them being a success. Now, I firmly believe that wiring in your brand marketing, your core messaging, and everything that you're doing is absolutely important first before jumping into direct response marketing. Now, what direct response marketing is advertising, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads, different paid native ads, different ways of bringing people into your realm with cash. Now, Your direct response is geared towards using words that get people to take action. You spend XYZ amount to get XYZ result inside your business. Now, this is really interesting within direct response marketing because you can test things. You can take things that you thought worked well within your brand marketing realm, putting it out in the direct response realm and getting feedback from the people out there. Direct response often can be to cold traffic, to warming up your current traffic and all the like. So, the reason I want to discuss this piece today is to really clear up a lot of the confusion within advertising, Facebook advertising, and getting some ads running so people can start taking action coming into your realm. Now, when you understand the core of your brand marketing, your direct response becomes a hell of a lot more effective. I've seen so many people dump hundreds of thousands of dollars into direct response marketing and not capitalizing on the back end because they didn't really have a business model set up. Now, you can dump tons of money into direct response and get great results, and off of those results, you can start creating your brand. You can start creating the core because you're understanding what's starting to work. Now, the thing about this, though, is when you are running ads and doing different things on Facebook and different places. You can supercharge your marketing with having your core brand set up. You're running on top of direct response. You're already doing your day-to-day actions. Your brand marketing is something that you're doing on a consistent basis. However you show up, wherever you show up, is you consistently doing brand marketing. Your day-to-day actions are brand marketing. It's the canvas that everything's built upon. Now, 
if you really want to start gearing things up, I highly suggest you spend a month or two getting really clear on what the core is within your realm before you start jumping into direct response. It is easy to get discouraged when you're pumping cash online and you're not seeing anything on the back end because some direct response marketing campaigns can take a month or two or three of testing to really find out what is working. There's nothing worse. We've had clients in the past that we've tried to tell them, do not take the direct response marketing up front because we need to work on the core foundations. Oftentimes, it's easy to be impatient and it's easy to dump a bunch of cash into advertising when you're not really ready to actually get the results that you want. And see, this is the really big caveat of all this because as you start expanding your realm, as you start putting more cash into ads, well, what happens? Well, you'll start getting more clients. Now, the interesting thing about this is as you get more clients, you will have more people to deal with. Your customer service is absolutely important. I believe firmly customer service falls within the brand marketing realm. I've seen numerous times people get giant success in the direct response marketing realm and all of the sudden they forget about all of their people and all of a sudden the customer service starts dropping and people start getting pissed off. So this is really interesting because if you don't wire your customer service and you're not good at customer service up front and you're planning to scale, you should have a plan. Because if you're pumping cash into direct response and you're not sure how you're going to handle angry customers, different people that maybe perhaps didn't receive the product, whether you're shipping different things, e-com, whether you're doing coaching, whatever it is that you're doing, having an understanding of what the next step can be in dealing with somebody. Now, this is where these realms really begin to cross over because your business model falls into your brand marketing. You should be wiring in your business model up front before you start spending tons on direct response. If you don't know where the people are going to be going after you've paid money to acquire them, you will fall into a world of hurt if you're not aware of the next place to put these people. See, the ultimate thing within building your business, building your brand, is knowing that you have a lifetime value. We talked about this in previous episodes, yet I feel it's pretty pertinent to talk about on this episode as well. So your lifetime value is your ability to bring somebody in on the front end for a certain set cost and knowing and understanding what they are worth on the back end ultimately throughout their entire lifetime of working with you. Now, certain people aren't going to work with you forever. Certain people aren't going to buy from you forever. Certain people might have a lifetime value expectancy rate of a year. They might expire. You might never, ever see them again. Certain businesses in certain places will have a lifetime value concurrently throughout somebody's entire life. Now, look at any airline company. Any airline company in general in Canada, in the States, will have a lifetime value on top of your head. Now, I've heard some big companies before will have a lifetime value of upwards of fifty dollars to $100,000 per person, per head, per lifetime. Now, if you figure out how many customers that they're having, then they can start looking and working on their customer experience to ensure those people always come back, they become loyal customers, they love, they rave, they talk about them long term. 
So to understand this, let's give you a couple use case scenarios. Let's say you have a $10,000 product up front that you're selling to somebody. Now from that certain point, they're going to need something else. At some point within their current life cycle of a client, of a customer, they are absolutely going to need more from you. You can't give them the entire world for $10,000. So. What does that look like? Maybe that looks like you helping them with a website. Maybe that looks like you helping them with a funnel. Maybe that looks like you helping them set up their advertising long term. So within my realm, I'll give you a prime example. I help people set up their brand canvas, their brand marketing, and then we naturally move them into a direct response realm with myself and my team. I have a team of proven advertisers that work with me on campaigns to get people great results, but I ensure on the front end that they have a canvas, a core set up so they ultimately can reap the benefits long term because I know that if they're to keep coming back with me, they need to have their lifetime value wired in for themselves. So a prime example is when you come in on my front end, I'm going to be working with you and letting you know that after three to four months, we need to upgrade to the next step, the next piece of my lifetime value. Now, there are so many things that you can work on with people within their realms, different, different, different things. So many places, so many ways. And the cool thing about your lifetime value is you don't necessarily always have to be the service provider. If somebody comes into your realm, I'll give you a prime example. When I was in the contracting space years ago, I was a drywall contractor for over 10 years and in 2013 I made the shift into the marketing space. Now this is a big lesson that I learned from that realm though is we used to only do taping. We only used to do finishing before paint. So basically we would get rooms ready, we would get walls ready, we would get ceilings ready so the painter could come in and put on the paint. Now I figured out over time of just being in that realm I seen so many thousands of board feet of drywall and to be honest a lot of the people that installed the drywall were butchers and I realized at some point well why don't I just hire somebody that's clean that's great we maintain the front end of that contract we pay somebody that's awesome to give us a great product that we can work off of so this was my first intrigue into increasing our lifetime value because each person let's say somebody would come do let's say somebody did a custom home uh, I'll just give you a big bastard, 5,000 square foot home, 20,000 board feet, all, all in all, all in just for taping alone, you'd be seeing about $10,000. Now, if we were to come in and we were to do the drywall as well, we could bring in another $10,000. On top of that, I would sub that out for anywhere between six dollars to $8,000, depending on the crew, depending on the complexity of the project, and I would make up anywhere between, well, if we did it for six to eight, I would make anywhere up between four to two grand extra per contract because I increased the lifetime value of our customer. I found the service that they would naturally be buying anyways, and I gave them that service. If you don't let people know that that service is available, how do you expect them to understand that you offer it? So again, these pieces all fall in within your business model, within the strategy, within the planning of your realm. 
Now, if you're about to hop into any form of advertising, if you're about to be spending any money on actually getting ads out and getting people into your realm, I highly suggest you look at your business model, your lifetime value, your clear messaging, and really understanding what you're going to achieve with this piece. Because every time you spend money on direct response marketing, you get feedback. The market tells you what they like and what they don't like. So it's a prime time for you to actually get feedback on whether different messaging that you've been working on for a long time, if that messaging sticks, if that messaging actually matters to the market that's hearing it. Now, you can put out different types of test campaigns and put out multiple pieces of content and run the same traffic to them and see which pieces of content perform. Now, these are a little bit more advanced strategies, yet the cool thing about direct response marketing is you can test your brand canvas. You can see if the pieces that you put together months ago, years ago, whatever, you can see your highest performing organic pieces and you can run traffic to them and actually see if they're a fit. Now, all in all, if you took anything from this episode, wire in your core messaging, your business model, your lifetime value, and your customer service to see if there's a way for you to ease the process when you actually start scaling up. Because your interactions, the way you interact with people, the way that people speak about you, the way that you're perceived lasts forever. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hopefully you enjoyed the show and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to show up for yourself, to show up for us, and show up for everyone that you are responsible for. So thank you. We really appreciate you. Please remember to subscribe to the show, and please remember to give us a five-star review on whichever platform you're listening on. It really helps us show up and provide high-quality content for you longer term. Be sure to follow us on social media and visit TroySwingin.com. All the links are in the description.